Introduction Welcome to the Abarta Audio Guide to Abbey Leaks County Leash. This audio guide has been produced by Abarta Audio Guides in conjunction with Leash Tourism and Leash County Council and with the support of Leash Partnership and Abbey Leaks Heritage Company. In the heart of the Irish Midlands, Abbey Leaks is perhaps the finest example of a planned estate town in the country and contains splendid Georgian, Victorian and Edwardian architectural heritage from the 18th, 19th and early 20th centuries. In 1995, it was designated as Ireland's first heritage town. However, the story of Abbey Leaks dates much further back in history. The original town was initially situated about one mile southwest of its current location and developed around a medieval 12th century Cistercian Abbey. The Cistercian monks, who were noted for their industry and agricultural skills, arrived here in 1183 to clear and farm the land on the banks of the River Noah. They had been granted the land by Connor O'More, King of Leash, and their monastic foundation gave the town its name. Although no trace of the abbey remains, it's thought to have been on the site of an 18th century church which still stands on the Abbey Leaks estate. Like monasteries throughout Ireland, the Cistercian Abbey was suppressed in the 1540s by Henry VIII during the Reformation. The turbulent centuries that followed saw the fortunes of Abbey Leaks decline. However, in the early 18th century, the 1500-acre Abbey Leaks estate came under the control of Sir Thomas Vesey, Protestant Bishop of Ossory, who had married the daughter of the principal landowner of the area. Sir Thomas and his descendants came to have a major bearing on the fortunes of Abbey Leaks. The family was granted the hereditary title of Viscount de Vesey in 1776. The first Viscount de Vesey decided to relocate the population away from the marshy land along the river and chose a new site to plan and develop a town. Work began in the 1770s and the new town, with its long, tree-lined thoroughfare, central market area and outstanding architecture, took shape over subsequent decades. Among the unique features of Abbey Leaks are its elegant fountains and you will encounter several of these throughout the town. Abbey Leaks stood on the main route between Dublin and Cork and as a result of its location, it became a hub of transport, trade and industry throughout the 19th and 20th centuries. Milling, brewing and carpet making were amongst the industries which provided employment. Market fairs, which brought in farmers from the surrounding countryside, were held regularly. When the M8 motorway was completed in 2010, traffic congestion through the town was greatly relieved. You can now take a relaxed stroll along the streets and appreciate the impressive heritage that Abbey Leaks has to offer. Our tour of Abbey Leaks begins at the northern end of the town, at Heritage House, an imposing limestone building at the junction of the Port Leash and Valley Roan roads. Heritage House is owned and managed by Abbey Leaks Heritage Company and is an important hub for visitors to the town. The building houses a tourist information office and exhibitions detailing the history and heritage of Abbey Leaks. It's the ideal starting point for our walk around the town. 
this was once a schoolhouse known as Abbey Leaks North National School, where the young Catholic boys of the town were educated. It replaced an earlier school on nearby Stucker Hill. It was built with sponsorship from the Devesi family and opened its doors in 1885. Lady Emma Devesi, wife of the third Viscount, played a key role in developing the school and her monogram and Viscount's coronet can be seen outside the building. Abbey Leakes had a thriving educational scene in the 19th and 20th centuries and there were at least eight schools in the town at one point. Some of these were private boarding schools while others were operated by religious orders. Some were interdenominational and catered for all faiths. In most cases, the influence of the Devesi family was central. They actively encouraged educational improvement and provided land and sponsorship for school buildings. The pupils at Abbey Leaks North School were instructed by lay teachers for the first half century of its existence. In 1933, a major change took place with the arrival of the Patrician Brothers, who were invited to take over the school following a local petition. This religious order was founded in 1808 by Bishop Daniel Delaney, a native of County Leash. He set up the patricians specifically for the purposes of Catholic education and named them after Ireland's patron saint, Patrick. The patricians expanded the original school building in 1939 and constructed new living quarters for the brothers. This is the portion of the building at the northwest corner and can be distinguished by its red brick window surrounds. The stone to build this extension was sourced from the workhouse in the town, which had been demolished in the 1930s. The patricians spent over half a century educating the young boys of Abbey Leaks before the school closed in 1986. In the early 1990s, the building was taken over by Abbey Leaks Heritage Company, a local voluntary organisation founded in 1993. They carried out significant restoration work and the Heritage House was open to the public in 1997. Today, it provides a range of services to visitors, including genealogical and local history research facilities. The permanent exhibition room gives a flavour of many aspects of local heritage, with displays on the history of carpet making, rail transport, the commercial life of the town and the Devesi connection. The model railway and the playground are big attractions for children. For more information about opening times, please visit abbeyleaksheritage.com. At the front of Heritage House, you can see the first of several fountains that you will encounter in Abbey Leaks. Indeed, the town is often known as the Town of the Fountains. This one dates from the mid-1800s and was installed by the Devesi family to provide clean water to the residents of the surrounding area of Rathmoyle and nearby cottier dwellings known as the Tiles. From here, you can proceed in a southerly direction down the main street to our next stop, the Sensory Gardens. As you walk along the wide main street known as Stucker Hill, you will notice the trees and ornate lampposts on either side, which are reminiscent of the planned design and layout of Abbey Leaks. About 150 metres along the street on your left-hand side is the entrance to Dove House and Sensory Gardens. 
Dove House is a centre for people with intellectual disabilities and is managed by the Sisters of Charity of Jesus and Mary, an international order of nuns founded in Belgium in 1803. The nuns arrived in Abiliques in the early 1990s and moved into the purpose-built Dove House in 1995. The garden itself was planted in 1996 by service users in Dove House and was officially opened by President Mary Robinson in 1997. The gardens are open to the public from 10am until 4pm from Monday to Friday and in the afternoons at weekends and on public holidays. A donation system is in operation for visitors. The sensory gardens are designed to appeal to the five senses of touch, smell, hearing, taste and sight. Fruit and vegetables have been planted to stimulate the taste buds. In spring and summer, the garden is filled with wonderful scents of a variety of plants, including roses, geraniums, lemon balm and honeysuckle. The different surfaces throughout the garden appeal to the sense of touch, as do the textures of the diverse plants and leaves. And of course, the sight of the flowers and plants in full bloom is a marvellous visual attraction. All the while, the sound of birds, flowing water and perhaps the breeze gently sighing through the trees provide a pleasing auditory background. The two-acre garden contains many interesting elements, including sculptures, a maze, a rose arch and a summer house. One of the most unique is the humming stone, with a hole carved in the middle of it. You can put your head in the hole and hear the resonance when others shout into the hole. The lime trees which surround the garden date from the 1840s and were donated by Lady de Vesey. In fact, the sensory gardens are located in what was once the garden of the Brigidine Convent. Along with the patricians, the Brigidine Order was founded by Bishop Daniel Delaney to advance the cause of Catholic education. Their name derives from Ireland's foremost female saint, Bridget of Kildare, and they originated in Tullow, County Carlow, in 1807. The order arrived in Abiliques in 1842 and played a key role in education in the town until 1990. Their former convent is adjacent to the current Church of the Most Holy Rosary and is visible from the sensory garden to the southeast. We will encounter this site later on in our tour. For the moment, proceed back onto Main Street and towards our next stop, Market Square. The Market Square is the heart of Abbey Leaks and is testament to those who planned and developed the town. It has a distinctive crescent shape with the former market house in the centre as a focal point. As you enter the square from the north, the largest and most prominent of Abbey Leakes's fountains comes into view. This was erected in 1855 as a memorial to John, 2nd Viscount de Vesey. Made of limestone, the fountain is shaped like an obelisk and has a sturdy squat appearance. Four lion mask water spouts, painted gold, adorn the sides. The monument was erected by public subscription. Local people, many of whom were tenants of the Viscount, pooled their money to contribute to the cost. 
This indicates that the second Viscount was held in high esteem by the local population. Indeed, the fountain commemorates the assistance given by the Viscount to his tenants during the Great Famine. He drastically reduced rents on his estate to help people cope with the hardship they faced. The de Vesey family didn't fit the stereotypical image of the tyrannical landlord of the 19th century. On the contrary, they were known for their benevolence and charity. They sponsored the development of many facilities in the town and looked after the welfare of the townspeople to a much greater extent than many other members of the Anglo-Irish aristocracy. You will encounter further evidence of their progressive attitudes at other points along the tour. In the early 19th century, the de Vesey succeeded in obtaining permission to hold six fairs annually, along with a weekly Saturday market. This gave the new town the economic kickstart it needed, and soon it became a thriving centre of business, drawing in farmers from the surrounding hinterland. When Charles Bianconi established his horse-drawn coach service in the early 19th century, which was the first public transport service in Ireland, Abbey Leaks was an important stop on the Cashel to Dublin route. The former De Vesey Arms Hotel, located at the northwest corner of the square, was the pick-up and drop-off point for this service. The market house was built in 1836 by the second Viscount, but it has been substantially altered in the intervening years. It was originally smaller and was just one storey high and would have held stalls where tradespeople sold their wares. In 1906, the building was expanded and a second storey was added, along with a distinctive tower. This project was carried out in tribute to the recently deceased fourth Viscount, who died in 1903. The new upper floor was used as a town hall for dances and concerts, while the ground floor continued in use as a market house. The building passed into the ownership of Leash County Council in 1950. For a period, the fire station occupied the ground floor and the public library was situated on the upper floor. In the 2000s, a major conservation project commenced to bring the building up to modern standards while retaining its architectural features. The project received a number of architectural awards and it now forms a fine public centrepiece to the town. The interior houses Abbey Leaks Public Library and Art Gallery, opened in 2008. It has a large and brightly lit central void which creates the perfect atmosphere for reading and reflection. When you're finished in Market Square, continue in a southerly direction along Main Street to our next stop, Morrissey's. Moving south along Main Street brings you to one of the most renowned buildings in Abbey Leaks. On the right-hand side of the street is Morrissey's Pub, one of the oldest businesses in the town. The Morrissey family came to Abbey Leaks in the 1770s and established their grocery business here as the new town was being developed. The business sought to cater for a wide variety of customer needs. It was also a public house, a bakery, and even an undertaker's. Initially, this was a one-storey premises, 
but a second floor was added in the late 19th century. The Morrissey family were involved in other business ventures in the town. They ran the Devesi Arms Hotel at one point and owned a drapery store. What is most remarkable about Morrissey's is that it has remained relatively unchanged over the past century. Businesses 100 years ago supplied groceries as well as alcoholic refreshment and many publicans were undertakers. However, as the 20th century progressed, this business model went out of fashion. Morrissey's distinctive shop front recalls a bygone era, while inside the pub, the interior fittings, including the pot-bellied stove, remain intact. Morrissey's now enjoys iconic status in Abbey Leaks and further afield. Across the road is Bramley's Café and the Bank of Ireland. Between these two buildings to the rear stood the carpet factory, which was in operation from 1904 to 1912. It was founded by Ivo Richard, 5th Viscount de Vesey, and employed dozens of local women in the manufacture of high-quality hand-woven carpets based on a patented Turkish design. Although short-lived, the business made quite an impact. It had the contract to supply carpets for the ocean-going ships of the White Star Line. This included the ill-fated Titanic, which sank in 1912. Carpets were also supplied to many stately homes across the UK and Ireland, as well as for Harrods department store in London and for the coronation of King George V in 1911. Past Morrissey's on the right-hand side is an impressive row of houses named Pembroke Terrace. We will pass these again on our tour, but for the moment, take the narrow laneway to your right. This brings you to the Abbey Leaks Town Park, officially called Father Breen Memorial Park, but affectionately known as Jelly's Pit. This was once the site of a gravel quarry operated by the Jelly family in the 19th century, and much of the material to build the local roads came from here. In the early 1920s, local priest Father John Breen secured a long-term lease on the site from the Devesi family. He then assembled an army of volunteers to clear and develop the site into a sporting and recreational facility for the town. Such was his contribution that the park was named in his honour in 1949. The park is now home to Abbey Leaks GAA and soccer clubs, both of whom have pitches, as well as the local tennis and hockey clubs, the parish hall and a youth cafe. It's a testament to the voluntary effort of the townspeople. Proceed through the park and out the gate onto Moran's Lane. Turn left and walk about 150 metres to bring you to our next stop, the Sexton's House and the Church of St Michael and All Angels. The Church of St Michael and All Angels is the Anglican Church of Ireland, serving the Church of Ireland communities of Abbey Leaks and surrounding areas. As you approach the church from Moran's Lane, the Sexton's House comes into view on your right. This house was the residence of the Sexton and his family and dates from around 1820. 
the sexton was responsible for the maintenance and care of the church and for tasks such as grave digging and ringing the church bell. It was customary in Abbey Leaks for the church bells to be rung at midnight on New Year's Eve to signal the start of the new year. The last sexton to live here was Bill Galbraith, who held the office for 58 years, along with the record for ringing in the new year the most times. The sexton's house was purchased and restored by the local community and has been fitted out with 19th century furnishings. The interior can be viewed by prior arrangement with Abbey Leaks Heritage House. Originally, the Devesi family worshipped in a private chapel on their estate, but a new church was built in 1830 to the design of the architect John Semple. It was substantially modified and redesigned again in 1865 under the guidance of architect Thomas Wyatt, a relative of James Wyatt. Lady Emma de Vesey and Reverend Wingfield were the two main driving forces behind this project. All of the original church, apart from the spire, was dismantled in the process. The new St Michael's and All Angels was built in the neo-Gothic style, reflecting the school of architecture favoured by 19th century church builders. The pitched roof, tall lancet windows and vaulted ceiling are trademarks of this style. Semple's original spire fitted in with the new church and this may explain why it was retained. The initials of both architects can still be seen carved into the church porch. The church has a fine collection of stained glass windows from highly regarded designers including Henry Holiday of London and Alfred Child of Dublin. Holiday's windows are particularly attractive and depict angels representing various virtues such as fortitude, humility, peace and charity. To view these and the interior of the church, you can visit prior to or after regular services, which take place on Sundays at 11.30am and on Wednesdays at 10.30am. The Lord's Walk was the name of the route that the Devesi family took from their residence at Abbey League's house to the church or when they were visiting the town. Part of this route can still be seen and passes along the southern boundary of the churchyard. As with many other developments in Abbey League's, the Devesi's patronage was of key importance in the building of the church. Our next track will consider in more detail the history of the Devesi family. It's worthwhile pausing in the vicinity of the church and considering two places of significance, which although not directly on our walking tour, lie close by on the southern precincts of the town, Abbey Leaks Estate and Abbey Leaks Bog. Situated to the southwest of the town, on the banks of the River Nore, Abbey Leaks Estate was the seat of the Devesi family for almost 300 years. It's thought that the late 12th century Cistercian Abbey and settlement were located here. Following the Cromwellian conquest of the 17th century, the land around Abbey Leaks came into the possession of Sir Edward Massey, an English soldier and politician. Upon his death in 1674, the lease was purchased by Denny Mushamp, 
a land speculator. Ensuing legal challenges to this deal, however, meant that ownership of the estate was not fully resolved for almost a century. In the interim, Denny Musham's daughter and heiress, Mary, married Sir Thomas Vesey in 1699. Sir Thomas had been made a baronet the previous year and later became Protestant Bishop of Ossory. His grandson Thomas was granted the title Viscount de Vesey in 1776. At this stage, the legal difficulties surrounding the estate had concluded in favour of the Vesey's. The new Viscount set about building a magnificent stately home which was designed by the celebrated English architect of the time, James Wyatt. Landscaped gardens were added in the early 19th century. The de Vesey's were highly influential in the development and growth of Abbey Leaks. Over several generations, family members held positions of influence, including seats in both Houses of Parliament in Westminster and Dublin. Perhaps the most notable figure was Thomas, the third Viscount, and his wife, Lady Emma, who initiated a range of projects for the benefit of the town. Their legacy of charity and benevolence remains to this day. In 1996, in order to pay taxes due following the death of his father, the seventh Viscount sold most of the family estate, including Abilique's house, and moved to a former gamekeeper's cottage on a part of the estate that he retained, thus maintaining his family's long association with Abbey Leakes. Although now in private ownership, once a year, the gardens of Abbey Leakes House are open to the public and the proceeds of the entrance fee are donated to local charities. Abbey Leakes Bog is to the southeast of the town and east of the Abbey Leakes estate and covers over 500 acres. The bog is a nature lover's paradise with a huge variety of flora and fauna situated in unique habitats of international significance. The raised bog was formed thousands of years ago by compacted and waterlogged vegetation. Abbey Leaks Bog also contains portions of two unique bog habitats known as lag and wet car as well as areas of scrub and woodland. Ecological surveys to date have identified almost 600 species of wildlife here. Rarities include the red squirrel, birds such as the curlew and merlin, and the marsh fertility butterfly. For many years, the bog was part of the Devesi estate and local people cut turf here for fuel. Its environmental significance was increasingly recognised and in 2010, a local community group took a 50-year lease on the bog. Their aim is to manage and conserve the habitat while also ensuring public access so that people can be educated about its importance. If you wish, you can explore the bogs by taking either one of two national waymarked walking trails. The management committee has also put in place a raised boardwalk that allows pedestrian access to the heart of the bog. The Collins Bog Looped Walk is four and a half kilometres long and takes approximately one and a half hours to complete. The Killamook Looped Walk is eight kilometres and takes about two and a half hours to complete. Both walks are over relatively flat terrain and are graded easy, 
Although the trailhead for both is at the Abbey Leaks Manor Hotel on the Cork Road, you can join either trail on the Lord's Walk at the entrance to the Church of St Michael and All Angels. Just look out for the waymarkers with arrowheads. Or else you can walk down the tree-lined avenue from the church to the next site on our trail, the South School. Once again, the De Vesey family were instrumental in developing this educational facility, which opened its doors in 1843 and was subsequently extended in 1893. Lady Emma, the wife of the third Viscount de Vesey, was the key figure behind the construction of the school, and it was built to educate children of the Protestant faith. The school was in use right up until 2011, when pupils moved to a new school building, just north of the church. Among the beautiful features of this building are the decorative timber barge boards on the eaves and dormer windows, the brick chimneys and clay chimney pots and the cut limestone surrounds on the doors and windows. As with many other buildings in the town, Emma de Vesey's monogram and Viscount's coronet adorn the school. It is undoubtedly an architectural treasure of Abbey Leaks. Crossing the road at the front of the school building, a side road brings you to the former Abbey Leaks railway station. Railways spread rapidly throughout Ireland in the mid-19th century and became vital for trade and economic development. The de Vesey family recognised the importance of this new mode of transport and used their influence to ensure that the new Port Leash to Kilkenny line passed through Abbey Leaks. They even purchased an entire corridor of land to facilitate this. The railway arrived in Abbey Leaks in 1865 and gave a boost to local businesses. Goods produced in Abbey Leaks could now be quickly transported to Dublin and further afield. The former station house, an attractive Victorian limestone building which is now a private residence, was a hive of activity for almost 100 years. As road transport became more important in the 20th century, railway stations around the country were closed and Abbey Leaks shut in 1963. Railway enthusiasts can view a scale model of the station at Heritage House. From the railway station, retrace your steps to the South National School and turn right to head back towards the Main Street you will pass two further fountains on your way. The Wingfield Memorial Fountain is located in the middle of the first road junction. This commemorates Reverend William Wingfield, Church of Ireland Rector of Abbey Leaks from 1836 to 1880. He oversaw many developments and changes in the town, including the building of the nearby South National School and the refurbishment of the church. Caution is advised if you intend to cross the road to study the fountain. Continuing towards the main street, a fountain commemorating Thomas, 3rd Viscount de Vesey, stands at the next junction. This granite and limestone memorial was erected in 1878 and designed in Gothic style. Lady Emma, wife of the Viscount, initiated the project but the inscription also records that his grateful tenantry supported its erection.
the Devesi coat of arms is also displayed, along with the family's Latin motto, which translates as, Under this sign you will conquer. The upper part of the fountain, complete with its eight limestone pillars and arches and octagonal spire, make it a distinctive landmark on the southern approach to the town. From here, proceed northwards along the main street, back towards the town centre. As you walk along Main Street, you will see more examples of the wealth of architecture and heritage in Abbey Leaks. On the left-hand side of the street, about 100 metres from the fountain, is Preston House. Built around 1820, it was initially used as assembly rooms for the town where civic organisations would meet. In the 1890s, it became home to the Preston Post Primary School. Originally located in the village of Ballyrowan, just three miles away, this was the oldest post-primary school in County Leash. It was established in 1686 thanks to an endowment from Alderman John Preston, a former Lord Mayor of Dublin. The school was transferred to Abbey Leaks in 1894 at the request of the educational authorities. It continued to serve as a school for pupils of all religious denominations and for both day pupils and boarders until 1966. Adjacent to Preston House is Epworth Hall. This was once a Methodist chapel and its design reflects the modest, less elaborate style favoured by this religious community. It was built around 1826 and modified and extended in the early 20th century. The name Epworth Hall derives from the hometown of John Wesley, founder of the Methodists, which is located in Lincolnshire, England. Today, the building continues to be used as a community hall and a meeting place for religious worship. Further along the street is Pembroke Terrace. This is a terrace of four houses constructed around 1840 in a style known as Tudor Revival. The name Pembroke comes from Lady Emma, wife of Thomas, the third Viscount, and daughter of the Earl of Pembroke. The Earl had this terrace of houses built as part of his daughter's dowry. The four buildings housed the police inspector, the Royal Irish Constabulary Barracks, the Hibernian Bank and the Post Office. Today, all the premises are privately owned. The distinctive architectural features of Pembroke Terrace include the front-facing gables with finials, the double-pitched roof, and the projecting porches with oriel windows over each one and bay windows on either side. The tall chimney stacks, mock battlements and hooded window mouldings are other features that recall Tudor architecture. As you retrace your steps along Main Street, you will see many more examples of Abbey Leakes's remarkable architectural heritage. Its townhouses, shop fronts and street furniture make the town a treasure trove for anyone with a keen interest in historic buildings. When you reach the traffic lights at the corner of Market Square, turn right onto Ballinakill Road.
from the traffic lights, walk about 150 metres along Ballinakill Road. A pair of distinctive houses come into view on your right. They stand on either side of the entrance to Temperance Street, which was developed in the mid-19th century at the instigation of Lady Devesey. Both houses show elements of Tudor Revival architecture, including front-facing gables with finials. Knocknamo House, which is the closer of the two to the town centre, also retains the hooded mouldings over its doors and ground floor windows. This building was restored by the local community in the 1990s and is now home to the Abbey Leaks Parish Employment Project. Temperance Street was the site of an almshouse for paupers and widows, as well as housing for the elderly. Nineteen single-storey houses were built along the street and were made available at nominal rents. As with many other developments in Abbey Leaks around this time, they indicate the charitable and progressive thinking of the Devesi family. The original single-storey houses have since been replaced by chalets. Further out Ballinakill Road, the current district hospital stands on what was once the site of the Union Workhouse. The Poor Law Union of Abbey Leaks was established in 1839 and the workhouse itself opened its doors in 1842. Workhouses were the last refuge of the destitute of 19th century Ireland and Abbey Leaks was no different. Written records survive which indicate the situation of those who were admitted. They include seven-year-old Ellen Murphy, who arrived in January 1844. Her mother had died and her father had abandoned her. Ellen's condition was described as almost naked, hungry and filthy dirty, although records do show that she was attending school. Crossing the road at Knocknamo House, take the pedestrian entrance uphill to the Church of the Most Holy Rosary. Construction of this Catholic church commenced in 1893 and the final cost was £6,000. The finance was raised locally and the Viscount de Vesey made a significant donation. Designed in the Hiberno-Romanesque style, the church has a number of interesting features. The apse behind the altar with its highly decorated domed ceiling is perhaps the most attractive trait. The bell tower was added at a later date and is unusual in that it is attached to one of the transepts. Located on an elevated site overlooking the town, the church is attached to the original Brigidine convent. A smaller chapel, called St Bridget's Adoration Chapel, was used by the nuns and is adjacent to the current church. The church car park stands on the site of the former Brigidine school, which closed in the 1960s. Conclusion From the Church of the Holy Rosary, you have two options to conclude your tour of Abbey Leaks. You can stroll down Church Hill and rejoin the main street at the corner of Market Square, or if you prefer a more tranquil route, proceed to the rear of the graveyard where you can join a quiet pathway that will lead you back to Heritage House, where you started. We hope that you enjoyed your stroll around Abbey Leaks. 
If you have more time, you can continue to walk the streets and view many other architectural features which are dotted throughout the town. This audio guide was produced by Abarta Audio Guides in conjunction with Leash Tourism and Leash County Council and with the support of Leash Partnership and Abbey Leaks Heritage Company. If you'd like to hear more of the story of Leash, try our other audio guides. The Leash Monastic Trail, The Rock of Dunamace, and our guides to Port Leash and Port Arlington. You can access them all for free from our website. Thank you for downloading our guide to Abbey Leaks. As we say in Irish, Gunairi on Boherlath. May the road rise to meet you. <laughs>